Hey listeners, it's Maylee Thomas. It's time for another Texas Homegrown Music. My guest today, the East and the Crow. Guys from Corpus Christi, Texas, really enjoyed getting to know these cats, and I know you're going to as well. So I want to get to it very quickly, and before I do, I'm going to do a song for you off one of my older records. It's called Like a Lily. Actually, it's called Strong Like a Lily, and I love this song because it really talks about redemption and how it doesn't matter where you're coming from. It matters where you're going and just the belief that you can get through whatever it is you're going through. So somebody out there needs to hear this song, and it's for you today. When we come back, we'll be with Brian and Lee from the East and the Crow. Strong like a lily, rich as a river, washed in the blood
Well, hey everybody, here we are in Texas Homegrown Music with my guests, The East and The Crow. Welcome to the show, Brian and Lee. Thank you Thank very you. much. Um, I've been trying to get this these guys on the show for a few weeks now, and between my schedule and their schedules, it was it was tough. But we finally got it together, and I think it worked out perfectly because these guys have a, um, a bunch of singles that they're releasing along with all kinds of new music constantly. And I am so excited to share them with my listening audience today. They're fellow Texans um, from Corpus Christi and a five-piece band. One of you guys, give me an elevator pitch of how you guys got together and this journey began. Um, I think I read somewhere where two of you met in church several years ago, and from there you guys just exploded into the East and the Crows, so take it away. Yeah, sure. So um, <clears throat> this is Lee. Uh, Wade and I, who was our rhythm guitarist and wrote a lot of... Uh, uh, like the lines and, and helped us really get going. We uh, were both, you know, at church and there was like an empty stage except for a guitarist. And they were looking, they were like, please, just anybody come up. And we both showed up on the same da day without talking about it. And um, like neither of us been playing out and we got to do that. And after like a year or so of that, I was like, I just want to get out there and start playing. You know, every time I go out to see a show, I'm like, why am I not getting to do that? Uh, so we got together and had a campfire with our families and like just went through like what songs can we just get through on the fly. Uh, and then from there, we did coffee shop gigs for a couple of years. But there was this guy that just kept showing up uh, with his wife that worked with Wade, uh, Brian. Uh, you know, and he's like, I can sing. Just let me sing. Put me in, coach, uh, kind of thing. Um, and I was like, there's no way uh, that this is actually going to work out. But um it was fantastic. But like what Brian, was your reservation you know, of saying what that there was no way this was going to work out? Did Brian was Brian just a wild child, and you're worried about getting him up there? What's the deal? <laughs> well, more just because he was a rando <laughs> to me. Like yeah, I didn't, had never met. I didn't know yeah. them. Yeah, I had I had met Lee, or I hadn't I had never met Lee, except for at you know their their shows that they would play at coffee shops. And Wade was uh, Wade was my wife's boss, but I didn't really know Wade that well. I had seen him at like company Christmas parties and stuff, and that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean they would they would play songs that I would sing along to, and I'm like, man, I could sing this stuff, and I write my own lyrics. Like let's let's do something, and uh, eventually we kind of all got together in the same room and put it together. Well, if I didn't yeah, know better, I, I would think you yeah. guys were brothers or related in some way. Because just look, you know, my my radio audience and my podcast audience can't see what's going on here. But just looking at the two of you right now, I'm thinking, well, you guys definitely have a visual connection here because you, you you look like you could be from the same family. What's the thing where you get a dog and over time you start to look like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I don't know which one of us is the dog, but I think that's what's happened over time. Uh, one, of, one of us is one of us is getting uglier. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, this look for Brian, and he'll talk about it. Is Brian has like three different looks that he goes into, like his different personalities. So, and I try try like I'll bring different shirts, so he gets to pick what day he's what which, feeling which he has for the in? day, and then I'll I'll switch to the other because I'm always in, you know. You know, short but sleeve button up usually, and and uh, you know converse. converse. But like sometimes Brian's in converse and short sleeve mood, but sometimes he's in cowboy mode or in kind of uh, 
uh, not rapper mode, but sort of like that, you know, more trendy type of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, do you want yeah, to defend I, yourself I there, Brian? Come honestly, on. Honestly, my wife. Oh, you're going to blame it on your wife? Yeah, my wife <laughs> makes fun of me about that. <laughs> no, no, she just makes fun of me with it. I, um, man, I don't think I have multiple personality disorder. <laughs> but I definitely have, but I definitely have mood swings and, and mood issues. And it just depends on what mood I wake up in as to what I'm going to listen to that day and how I'm going to dress that day. And I've noticed it affects how I act throughout the day. <laughs> um, but I mean, I grew up, I grew up in cowboy boots and, and Wranglers. And then when I started buying my own clothes, I, you know, I switched to, you know, Converse and, and Vans. Were you a skateboarder? And then as kid I got older all? and got into college and you know, I fell off skateboards a lot. <laughs> I, I was on the ground longer than I was on a skateboard. But I hung out with skateboarders and I tried. I tried surfing a lot. I ended up I ended up head under the water more than I was on top of the water on a surfboard. But I, I think I just I just took the style on and now it just depends on like I said, what mood I wake up in and how I'm going to dress and what I'm going to listen to that day and stuff like that as far as my music. So, well, being that you guys, yeah, I'm weird. Being that you guys are in Corpus Christi, did you both grow up in that um, resort kind of atmosphere? Because I, I, I grew up on the beach um, in the, I mean, I was born in Texas. I, I tell this all the time. My parents moved when I was two to the panhandle of Florida. So I kind of had, I've got the Texas core and I got the hippie vibe from you know, living there 15 years and then coming back to Texas. But um, I, I loved being near the ocean. I just, it, it, I, I miss it so much. But have you guys, did you guys grow up in that area? And is any of that, did any of that uh, influence you at all? I think we both have good stories here. I can go first since Brian didn't chime in immediately. But I'm actually from like the Canadian border. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Vermont, uh, you know, where like the only music you would get was at church dance hall kind of things. Uh, my dad played in those kind of things, doing cover act uh, stuff and is a great lead guitarist and stuff. So I like I really, you know, got into music that way. But no, I did not grow up in the resort community of Corpus Christi or whatever. And uh, from living in like rural to like small city Vermont, which is such a joke here uh, com in comparison, I actually went and kind of I, I went to school in Taft, Texas, which is a tiny little yeah. uh, Hispanic community north of Corpus. Uh, so culture shock uh, for me. So I got less of the Texas beach vibe and more of the uh, cumbia and stuff and got taught how to do some of those dances uh, and, and things, which was a really neat cultural thing. And then I went to school in Kingsville, so I got more of that. So uh, like we identify like we're part of the Corpus Christi music community now, but I don't think that you could say that either of us grew up in that. And Brian can talk about his upbringing as well. Well, I, and I'll just kind of chime in yeah, here. No, I definitely, I, I, let me chime in here. I, I love Vermont and my, my husband actually went to college at uh, Norwich university. So I don't know if you know wow. anything about that. And I, I don't, but I can, I bet you it's a, very few people can say that yeah, all the it, colleges in Vermont are really small. They are very small. <laughs> and I think I, I, and I've been to Vermont several times. I love it. Been up to Sugarbush and of course, um, you know, all that area. And I know this, I, I think that the whole I think 
Corpus Christi the and the surrounding area might have the same um, population as all of Vermont. I mean, seriously, it's oh, such yes. a small yes. No, it's uh, 600,000 or something in all of Vermont, yeah. maybe, uh, versus Corpus is like 500. Yeah. And then, yeah so plus when you the say small sure. town, yeah, no, I know exactly. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, so Brian, talk to me what about your upbringing? And so clearly, you you grew up. If you grew up in cowboy boots and and uh, jeans, or did you actually grow up in a cowboy atmosphere? Did you have uh, that background? Uh, a little bit, yeah. But first, first and foremost, if the East and the Crow ever break up, Lee and I will be starting another band called Sugarbush, and it'll be a rock band. <laughs> there you go. I love that name. Is it going to be a Bush cover band? <laughs> oh, no. But it will be an alternative rock band called Sugarbush. As soon as she said that, I was like, ooh, I like that. This is why you don't get to name things, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. I can't even name, I can't even name my own songs. Well, um, so tell me, you grew up uh, in what way, and how did your the way, the way you grew up influence where you are today? Uh, I was I was born in Victoria, Texas. Okay. Grew up in uh, all over South Texas, um, Refugio, Woodsboro, Cal Allen, Portland, Corpus, San Antonio, Bernie, all I mean everywhere and anywhere south of Bernie, I've I've almost almost lived there or spent time there, and. Um, I ended up moving to San Antonio for high school and college. So as soon as I was done dropping out of college, I uh, I came back to Corpus because this is kind of the only place that I wanted to call home. So I came back to Corpus and ended up, um, my wife and I bought a house in Portland. And that's where I met Lee. Like he said, we're just over the bridge from Corpus. He's in Portland as well. Wade was in Portland. Um so then we started recruiting Corpus Christi musicians, and we call ourselves a Corpus band. Well, you guys have some really um, cool... Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Refugio. Well, you've got some great talent. And I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I've been wanting to have you on the show. I really am impressed with your sound. And I can, I can hear that it, you guys are entertainers because you do a little bit of it all. I mean, I, I definitely see how you've touted yourself as a country band, southern rock, Certainly some of it even comes across as alternative, and um, and I dig it. And we're going to play a song called Lay Me Down right now just to give everybody an idea of, of the sound that you guys have going for you. And this particular song for me has a bit of a retro feel, which I love. Um, so one of you give me a little background, and let's go ahead and give our audience a little taste of what it is you guys do. Uh, yeah, um, so we're an alternative rock, southern rock band. Um, I bring a little bit of country influence into the band and, uh, lay me down was written when, so I've never had any, any type of musical ability or singing ability outside of just, I like messing around and I like writing lyrics and, uh, Lee and Wade actually had to do their best to teach me how to sing together as a group on this song because we, you know, we worked out, this was the first time we ever worked out harmonies. Um, so it was my first real experience of singing in a, in a professional type atmosphere. Yeah. Lay me down. Gives me like a, I don't know, kind of a Metallica E ballad, ballad type of song. Just me. I don't, I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but that's, that's kind of how I feel about it when we start singing it. 
Well, you know, the beautiful thing about music, just like any kind of art, is it's extremely subjective. And so I, as much as I like to hear everybody talk about a song, I also want everybody to understand that a song is going to mean something completely different for, ev for every person that listens to it, including the one that sings it. And so I want to I get to it right now. We're lit, if you're just now tuning in, we're talking with Lee and Brian from the East and the Crow, band outside of Corpus Christi, Texas. You guys are going to love them. They've got great hearts. They've got a great story and they got some great music. So we're going to start out right now with Lay Me Down from the East and the Crow. And we come back, we'll talk some more about their songs that they're releasing a little bit at a time and, um, and the future that they have ahead of them, which I think is just going to be incredible. So the East and the Crow, Lay Me Down right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas.
down, Lord, in the ground. Lay me down, lay me down, lay me down, Lord, in the ground. Lay me down, lay me down, lay me down, Lord, in the ground. Lay me down, lay me down, lay me down, Lord, in the ground. Lay the east and the crow and um and guys i i want to i want to start out again by giving you some time to talk about the other guys in the band since this is a band effort there are five of you involved and i know what it takes to put a band together and keep a band together and how hard it is on the family and uh, all of the people that are you know in our lives that have to let us go on weekends and sometimes on long stints um, so talk to me about the other guys in the band and, and just everything that's entailed in putting this, this on the road. Who wants to go? Yeah, um, so like I said, it started with uh, it started with Lee and Wade, and then I added myself to the band. <laughs> and um, I, brought, I brought a drummer along with me named Quinn, and that lasted as long as it could, and he, he had to take a job elsewhere. Um, Ralph... I think, in, in my opinion, added himself to the band, thankfully, because he brought, he brings the most experienced as far as... Uh, he's definitely the most experienced as far as musicians go. Uh, Ralph Tobias plays lead guitar. Okay. When um, when Quinn left the band, we had to find a, uh, a new drummer. And Quinn and I are both influenced by alternative music and country music, Texas country music, mostly. So... Um, he always, you know, he and I were always battling with Lee and Wade about whether we were going to be a country band or a rock band. And then we found Peter G, who is our current and new drummer. And I we brought were my definitely... rock drummer and put an end to the argument. There, you <laughs> go. Yeah, there, there was there was no argument after after as soon as Pete sat down at the drums, there was no argument. We were definitely a rock band, and we were one hundred percent into it. Um. Wade ended up taking a, a, a him, he and his wife bought a ranch farm. I think it's a yeah, farm. Yeah, don't, like, don't call them ranches in Vermont where he is at now. Yeah. Oh, that's a got, Texas thing. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I call yeah. I call him a chicken farmer anyway. So he's, he's <laughs> he bought a farm up in Vermont, and uh, he and his wife and kids moved moved uh, to Vermont and made a life up there. So we were looking for another rhythm guitarist and. Um, Dr. George Woods 
had been following uh, our original music since the very beginning. I mean, I think he was at our first gig. I actually, I think, yeah. I think he gave us our first gig. Okay. He was in another band, and uh, we opened up for them, and that was our first. That was our first time playing ever. And he liked our original music, and he had been following us for the last couple of years. So, um, as much as we didn't want to look for a new uh, a new guitar player. Uh, luckily for us, we didn't have to look very far because George had um, available time in his schedule to join another band, and he he was very he was honored to team up with us, and we are beyond honored to have him practicing with us every Wednesday night and and playing on stage with us. Well, that worked out. And, and then there's Lee. The doctor, what Lee kind plays, of doctor can he help? He plays you out? every instrument under the sun. <laughs> No, he just keeps going to school and getting degrees and teaching people. Oh, there you go. So, um, so Brian, you're the lead singer, I'm assuming, and you write a lot of the lyrics. I think I read where you're starting to take guitar lessons. Is that right? I am. I am procrastinating taking guitar lessons again. Okay. Uh, but I did buy a new. I did buy a new guitar that that was. I told my wife that was going to be my motivation to learn guitar was buying another guitar. Uh, I've heard I'm that up to excuse. Six guitars that I can't play. <laughs> well, did you buy a new guitar or a new robot that looks like a guitar? <laughs> no, it's the robot. <laughs> so. Well, being that, yeah, a, no, it's good. I, I want him to me. focus on the lyrics and the singing anyway. Well, being that, yeah, I bought a Lava Me, yeah, uh, Pro Three, and um, it's a really nice guitar. It's it's got a lot of um, it's got a lot of technical things you can do with it and stuff like that and i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna force lee to learn how to use it because i'm probably never going to i do um i do write like 90 percent of the lyrics for the band i sing every single word the band the band performs and i i tout myself as an entertainer well there you go everybody has to have one yeah it's really hard for me to stand still I jump around, I stomp my feet, I jump off stage. I, I, I try to perform more than anything. So I think if if I did, I mean, I, there are a few songs that I can, that Lee has taught me how to play a little bit of. And, and when I when I play it in the, in the band room, which is where Lee is right now, I, I, feel distra- I feel very distracted. Like, I feel like I'm concentrating on messing with the guitar rather than, you know, singing the lyrics or putting on a show. So... I don't know that I'll ever really play on stage, but I do want to learn eventually. Well, I could totally relate to that. I mean, and being, I'm laughing because being the owner of a guitar store, my husband and I own the Guitar Sanctuary in McKinney. Um, I love people like you that, you know, they just want to oh, buy guitars. They're not sure if they really want to play it out, but, you know, they love having nice guitars and they just keep adding to the collection. So thank you, Brian, for continuing that. We we love people like you in our business. But um, And I can also yes. relate to, because um, I played gu- uh, guitar as well in my band for a few years, but I'm like you, I felt like I was... I felt like I uh, now I had an albatross ar- around my neck and I couldn't really be free to do what I like to do and I I throw myself around and I get really into it and I liked the freedom of that so I can totally relate to that and plus it sounds like you don't need to do it you've got a, new, a lead guitar player you got Wade here that can play every instrument under the sun I see a lot of guitars in your background right there um, Lee hanging up. So um, you definitely have that same little sickness of you, you, there's no such thing as too many guitars or too many instruments. 
Yeah, I'm the switch hitter. Like, I don't know. I hit all the different, like, I like whatever. Why I always use sports metaphors when I have no idea what I'm talking about. But like, I like essentially I let you know Wade and and uh, Brian can, basically would form a song. Like, and it doesn't like you could have that and it would be great and it's singer songwriter and it's beautiful. And where I got to participate is like. I think this one's going to have bass and this one's going to have keyboards and this one's going to have trumpets and, and like, or this one's going to have synthesizers. So it's a lot of like, I focus my efforts on how we can expand the songs uh, in like work out what, what harmonies are going to be in dynamics and that kind of stuff. So, so it, you're like, it's been a, a lot of fun. You're the utility player that brings, um that brings that all together and I, and every band needs to have it. And I think it's wonderful that you guys have this kind of synergy. I can tell the two of you have a really great relationship and, um and that's really important. So I want to play the song. Um, Can't blame it on the rain. Um, and uh, this is another song that gives another completely different uh, look at the just the versatility of this band. So which one of you wants to talk about that? Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> me? Um, yeah. Can't blame it on the rain. I mean, to me, it's all about the lyrics. So I'll let Lee talk about the music. Lyrically. Ow. Okay. <laughs> lyri- well, I mean, it is. What do I do? Okay. You know what? Can right. I just tell you what's Lyrically, funny about that, though? Um, Clearly, you're not the guitar player because um, George will tell you, being this, he's been the lead guitar player in my band, my husband, for 30 years. His thing is, it's all about the guitar playing and the lyrics are just, just until you can get to the guitar solo. It's just something that gets in the way between guitar solos. So <laughs> I love that you said it's all about yeah, the my, lyrics and I really... I'm going to be playing that it segment is. of this interview over and over and over to my husband. Um. <laughs> my our first our first drummer, our first drummer was Quinn, and we would sit down and start jamming. And I a lot of time we write I call it we call it organic rock sometimes, because we'll start jamming and I'll just sit down on the floor in the room and just start writing lyrics to it. So it's very organic feeling. And I've looked at I looked at Quinn one time and I said, man, what did you think about that? And he was like, oh, dude, it's an awesome song. I'm like, yeah, but what about that part that I said this? And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> he never lyrics. heard. He was it. like, oh, I don't listen to your lyrics, bro. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you don't listen to the lyrics? He was like, oh, I just worry about my part. <laughs> but lyrically, yeah. <laughs> lyrically for "Can't Blame It on the Rain," it's about um, you know just just taking a rainy day and not not letting it be gloomy, not letting it be sad, letting it be like. Um, almost a baptism type of having a baptism type of effect on you and just letting it wash away all of the bad stuff. And, you know, the sun comes out tomorrow, which is another song. And, um, you know, all of the, all of the negative from yesterday got washed away in the rain. So that's kind of how I wrote what I, what I wrote the lyrics about. The I love it. I love it. I have a song called wash it off. Same it kind of been thing. A- you know, and, yeah, I, and, and it I, would have been a country song if it wasn't for Lee. Is that yeah, right? I listened to that earlier. Uh, I, I really like that song, actually, uh, ma'am. So that's oh, awesome. wash it off. Uh, well, let me, yeah. let me just tell you guys, I I have found, and you'll find this as you guys work together more and more, that you know your personalities really do have a lot to do with how you hear and what the direction that you take a song. And I would imagine a good song, as you know, is a good song is a good song, and you can take it many different directions depending on however you want to do it musically. So continue to do that. I love that about you. I love the fact that you guys are just a fantastic band that can do all kinds of different genres, and you entertain, and 
I want our listening audience to really hear just the, 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 you know, the versatility of what you do. So can't blame it on the rain. We're going to play that right now. And then when we come back, we're going to play an, a brand new song that was just released. And um, I'm excited about that because I feel like I get to be one of the first ones to, to have it on a radio show. And I know you guys are excited about that, too. And I'm just so thrilled to have you on the show. If you just tuned in, I've got the East and the Crow. And I've got Brian and Lee um, online with us right now talking about the fun that this band has together. And it's sounds like you guys do have a fun time so listen up can't blame it on the rain we'll be right back on texas homegrown music Thought you'd burn it, but the stars still bleed. 
here we are back with the East and the Crow. Real quick, I would love for you guys to tell that story about how you came up with the name, especially since um, some of the names that you were going to have are, are, are kind of funny. <laughs> What, you haven't heard of Boxcar 88? It's a great band. Box, or, or maybe it's a Call of Duty character? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah. So, no. Shoreline, Shoreline Boulevard was on the list. St. Rita's Boulevard Dream. Never happening. <laughs> Shoreline Boulevard was a good name. Shoreline Boulevard was my black ball for, for our list. Uh, we, it was much consternation. It didn't help that we had named ourselves prior to that twice um so like we did uh one gig as oh, a yeah. old band cover act um and played for four hours at the worst hole in the wall bar you've ever been to and i thought we might have been done uh and then that's how that's really what came the east and the crow exists out of the ashes of that like seriously because it was like no we're gonna write now and and like it comes out of that. Uh, I don't want to speak the name because I feel like it brings up uh, like <laughs> some negative <laughs> bad vibes for us. But yes, so uh, now we had a full list of names, and there's somewhere where they're all crossed off except for the East and the Crow. Wow. Uh, and like what solidified it was Wade made a drawing of the logo, and that logo like is all you, it's not video, so you can't see it, but it's tattooed on Wade and me and Brian. We all have. Our tattoos of, of oh, logos of the East and the Crow, and it just has like a to us. It was like a, you know, just completeness. Well, you had a serendipitous you know. thing happen as well, um, Brian. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, Wade had uh, Wade had a dream that of something about the East and the Crow, or we had named the band the East and the Crow, or something, and he brought it to us, and we liked it. And I, I think we had I think we had settled on it, but then like a week later. We we still I mean we still weren't a real band. We were still we were still a cover band who had plans to write music. I think we had written maybe one or two songs together. And Wade went to a, Wade went out of town to a festival or something and he had found he found a coin that had a crow on it. Wow. Just on the and ground. Te- that, yeah, that, that, just that's, on the ground. That's... He texted it to us. I mean, think about how rare that is, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we had already decided that that was the name, but that gave us something to be excited about that, like, we had chosen the right thing. Right. You know, it was like, well, we we, we got our sign. I yeah. love it, but what a pain in the, pain in the neck thing to, for promoting uh, the amount of times that we fight about getting the thes on signs and ampersands. Oh, or yeah. Or that we're the Easter crow, so we play only, you on know, Easter? like, biblical <laughs> shows on Easter or something like that. It's... The East and the Crow uh, is always fun. Even my tattoo is missing one of the these. That's how yep. hard it is to make this happen. Uh, so, but it's good. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to laugh because I have kind of a weird name being Maylee, and I, I've had some really humdingers be said about me because our band is my name, the Maylee Thomas Band, and I've been called all kinds of things. Um, and even to the Lay Me Thomas Band and the, you know, it's just been been a, oh, quite yeah. a journey, but um, I I didn't think about the Easter and the Easter and the crow. So um, we did at least one meme about it on an Easter. We're like, okay, for just today, we're the Easter crow. It's fine. We'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, we've been east. We've been east crow. The east crow. <laughs> east and crow. Well, at least I you mean, don't have to eat crow. So many. <laughs> no, we don't eat crow. <laughs> 
Well, not um, Recro. So no. you guys, you, you you have a new another new single that just got released called Punching Bag Baby, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, I know that you're going to be releasing songs throughout the year. What have you guys got um, going on as well? Do you have... Um, plans for another record coming out because i i noticed you guys did a lot of music release in the last two years you you had the record come out in 2020 and now you're releasing all these singles are you are busy writing uh brian and you feel good about that got some material ready to go yes we are always writing we um it's hard for us to practice sometimes because at least one of us is in a writing mood and there's five of us so Somebody always has something new that they came up with that they want to show the rest of the guys, and then it ends up turning into a writing session rather than a practice session. A rehearsal, yeah. Um, but our very first album, our very first album was called Saint Rita's Dream, and other garage recordings, and that is because we recorded it in Lee's garage that is now turned into our practice room. Uh, we self-recorded the whole thing. We've only released half of the songs on that album. Okay. If you come to a show, if you come to a show, you can get like an actual hard CD and it has all of them on there. The uh the rest of them will be released probably later this year. Um we're going into the studio recording one or two songs at a time. We are releasing the first two off of off of that album. Well, we released one 6 weeks ago, I guess, or 7 weeks ago. We're releasing the other one um, this past week. Just, yeah, yeah, this past, this past week. week yeah. You just record, uh, and we're getting ready to play it. Out. We're getting yeah. ready to play that song. And you guys have yes. been in the DFW um, area quite a few times. I noticed you guys played um, art art fest or art walk up in Deep Ellum. Did you play that earlier this year? Yeah, we played the yeah, Deep, the Deep, Deep Ellum Festival. Festival. Which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we we got an invite up there, and then they helped us get a show at uh, in Grand Prairie. Uh, it at the gastro pub thing that's out there. And it was just a great experience. We got to kind of travel as a band and do that kind of things. We always like to, to get up with everybody. We're, we're all brothers. We're used to falling asleep in the car together and like, you know, okay, switch off driving. Uh, Wade and I have both driven Brian's truck more miles than we probably should have uh, put miles on his truck to get up to Dallas and stuff. Um, But we've, that's our, that's the farthest north we've gotten, and we want to just keep exp- like keep going around and find the new stuff. Well, I, yeah, we'll probably be back at uh, the Deep Ellum Art and Music Festival next year. Perfect. And uh, we'll probably schedule a couple of gigs while we're up there. Hopefully at Love and War. Perfect. Well, I know somebody yeah, there. That. I'll see what I can I can do for you. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it, and I love your music. I love your vibe. I love your personalities, and I think that um, that everybody else is going to hear it too. That you, you're just a lot of fun, and I can tell that you probably project that um, from the stage when you play. So we're going to play. Punching Bag Baby, a brand new song they just released right here on Texas Homegrown Music, The East and the Crow. Bless you guys. We'll see you soon, and we'll be right back with the Texas Homegrown Music to talk about what we've got coming up. But right now, Punching Bag Baby from The East and the Crow.
Well, that's the close of another show right here on Texas Homegrown Music, The East and the Crow with Brian and Lee. Really enjoyed getting to know those cats and understanding the soul behind their journey here in Texas music. So uh, you guys be sure to check them out. Put them on your radar. Go see them live when they're in your area and download their music. That's how these guys make a living. So help them out by uh, listening to their stuff. I'm going to close the show today with a song by Luke Bell. And for those of you that heard the whispers through, it's very sad, but he was found dead on uh, Monday, August the 29th. Only very, very young guy left this earth much too soon. And I believe he may have suffered with some um, bipolar disorder. So for all of you out there, please take your medication and understand that you can live and thrive in a life and in this world even with those kind of diagnosis. And I know many people that have it, and I know many of them that are doing very well because they stay on their medications and they know how to manage through. So this song goes out to all of you. Where You Been by Luke Bell. So sorry to see you go, brother. I want to say thanks again to my sponsors, Tupps Brewery, The Guitar Sanctuary, and Burris Injury Law for making this possible. And we'll see you next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. Where you been? Hey, mister in the mirror, where's my friend? I went out on the town and I ain't seen him since. Hey, hey, where you been? Well, I shuffled off to the side. I took her right outside the lines. And I stopped to greet a stranger at the wall. Hey, feller, could me and my friend Could we come on in? I heard in here they like to pour them tall Where you been? Hey, mister, in the mirror, where's my friend? I went out on the town and I ain't seen him since Hey, hey, where you been?
leaning on the end of the bar I'll take my car cause I like to keep my keys Saw him leave. 